global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks do remain higher, and this update is brought to you by Bank of America, Merrill Lynch's Global Cash Management Solutions. Helping you manage, protect, and invest your global cash wherever the road to growth leads. That's the power of Global Connections, Bank of America, North America, member FDIC. S&P 500 index is rebounding from a seven-week low. Stocks off their session highs. We are seeing a rally in technology shares led by Applied Materials. Applied up 13.1% right now. NASDAQ up 58 points. That's a gain of 1.2%. The S&P 500 index up 13, a gain of 7 tenths of 1%. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 75 points, a gain of 4 tenths of 1%. Gold down $1.10 the ounce to 1253 a drop of 0.1% and crude oil down 7 tenths of 1% falling 34 cents 4782 for a barrel of West Texas intermediate crude I'm Charlie Pelleton that's a Bloomberg business flash you're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Starts with the race for the roses in Louisville, Kentucky with the Kentucky Derby. Then we go, of course, at the end to Belmont to see if we got a triple crown winner. And in the middle, we are going to be running the Preakness. It's going to be raining tomorrow at uh, Pimlico. What does that mean for Nyquist? Nyquist won the Kentucky Derby, and now a lot of people are wondering if this undefeated horse could win in this second leg of the Triple Crown and go on to win that coveted title. Joining us now is Peter Rotondo, Jr., Vice President of Media Media Entertainment at the Breeders' Cup and Bloomberg Racing Enthusiast, Gary Edel. So, Peter, let's start with you. Uh, Nyquist, what kind of chance does this horse have to win the Preakness? Well, he'll be odds-on favorite. Um, you know, he's beaten. He's never lost. His, his main competitor, Exaggerator, he's beaten four times already. The distance is shorter than it was at the Kentucky Derby. The horses that will be chasing him, well, he'll be chasing in front of him, aren't very good. So I would say it's uh, pretty much he's got a tremendous shot. Peter, what will the weather mean for the horses racing on Saturday? Well, I mean, the horses don't mind it when it rains. I mean, it's a wet track, you know, is, is fine. Last year, if you remember, American Pharaoh won in a slot. It was a downpour of rain, and he went wire to wire, went right to the lead. You know, some horses are bred for it, right? You know, there's that old saying, the mud is a mutter. But, you know, their mother's <laughs> a mother. But the bottom line there is I just think that um, it won't really affect the race too much. Some horses will like it a little more, some a little less. But uh, I think it's. I think it'll be fine. It's not going to. And they said it's going to rain, but it's not going to be uh, pouring, pouring down all day. So, Peter, how you doing, Scary? What's going on? Hello there. Happy Preakness Eve. Thank you. Okay, so we have the 141st running of the Preakness Stakes. Uh, last year, American Pharaoh did something that no horse has done for 37 years. What's the odds of uh, of uh, this Nyquist going on and doing and duplicating this feat again? Well, I mean, again, if you look at the Kentucky Derby, Nyquist ran two seconds faster than American Pharaoh did last year. And, if you know, in, in horse racing, a fifth of a second is a length. So, you know, that's almost eight lengths faster than American Pharaoh. Now, 
the track on Derby Day was was pretty fast. You know, a lot of fast times were happening throughout the day. So, you know, you can't really make that comparison. But the bottom line is, uh, I think the three-year-olds last year that Merck and Farrell run against much better than they are this year. So I think Nyquist has a huge shot um, tomorrow. And, again, I normally don't like to pick favorites ever. But like I did with American Farrell last year, I just don't see, I just don't see a scenario how he gets beat. Well, Peter, uh, this is a, a money, a business, a finance network. How can I make money? I mean, if Nyquist is going to be the favorite, favorite, I ain't going to make a lot of money betting on Nyquist. Right. So what kind of strategy could I use with all the various betting techniques to actually make some money? Well, that's the key, right? That's why we're doing this. Um, the idea is the, the what they call exotic bets, right? So instead of just betting to win or to play sort of show, you could do something like a called a superfecta, where you have to pick the order of finish, the first, second, third, and fourth horses in order. Hard to do, right? But if you do it, you're going to get paid pretty well. So that's the way I'm going to approach the race, where I take Nyquist, I put him in the first position, and then I try to I use a couple of long shots in the second and third and fourth position to try to to try to make that payout big. Um, so underneath, I like a horse named Uncle Lino. He's the number two. I think he's going to show some speed. I think he's getting better with every race. He had an equipment change in a, two races ago. He took a blinkers off. You know, the blinkers are like with blinders, right, to make them, you know, focus. He didn't like them that too much. They took them off him, and he's been running better. I think he's going to run big. And I think number two, uh, number 10, Fellowship, who ran on Kentucky Derby Day, not in the Derby, but in another race, He's he has a new trainer who's getting him back into form, and I think he's going to come running at the end. So if you use Nyquist with those two long shots, the two and the ten, Uncle Lino and Fellowship, and then, of course, Exaggerator, who's the second choice, who's finished four times he's run second to Nyquist, put him in your superfecta. If, if Exaggerator comes in third or fourth with those other two, it's going to pay pretty well. You know, Peter, uh, I'm getting a little worried because I agree with you. I agree with you 100% on this. Wow. Uh-oh. We're in trouble now. <laughs> you know, I, you know, as a member of the famous Team Rotundo, let me ask you a question. Uh, when you guys disagree on something, who makes the final decision? Well, it depends what we're doing. If we're betting together um, uh, as like uh, as as a team, uh, ultimately depends on the day. If I'm feeling a little uh, feeling sorry for Dad, I might let him uh, may let him make the final one. But uh, usually, I I kind of take the reins if I'm involved because you know usually I'm not always with them because I'm I'm actually you know I'm working and I'm running around. So, um, but when we're together. I'll I'll sort of make the final thing. I know already we disagree on the Preakness since I got a text message uh, from him saying. Uh, we disagree. So it'll be an interesting Saturday with hanging out with those guys. Peter, I wonder if you could just comment briefly on uh, tournaments, uh, handicapping tournaments, and how that is changing horse racing. Yeah, it's just a new way to play. I mean, it's been around, you know, it's been around for about 15 to 20 years or so, but it's really taking off, uh, taken off lately um, with just an explosion. You know, there's, there's a there's a tournament in Las Vegas called the National Handicapping Championship every year. First prize is a million dollars. We have one at the Breeders' Cup, the Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge, and you can win over a half a million dollars. It's 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 just a different way of playing the horses where you don't have to bet, like I just mentioned, the Superfecta or, or bets like that. You could just sort of pick one horse you like, and if the horse runs well, you get points, and it add up, adds up, adds up. It's an easier way to get into the game, and I think a lot of younger people are trying to are catching on because it's, it's a more simple way. Peter Rotondo, Jr., Vice President, Media Entertainment at the Breeders' Cup, and Bloomberg Racing Enthusiast, Gary Edel. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio. 
Betting on commercial real estate? We're going to be speaking with the CEO of Marcus and Millichamp about the hot markets across the country. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio.